because imagine you're a woman, you know, which is very easy for you and I to yeah. do. I imagine I'm a woman and I'm laying in bed and I'm rubbing my breasts. <laughs> I'm touching my fake clitoris, Eddie. <laughs> no, I'm touching my fake butthole. I pretend like there's a spot on my thigh and I pretend it's a lady's butthole, Eddie. No, so imagine you're a woman. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 228 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, my man, my main squeeze, we're back. Back in that ass. Last week you were under the weather. Yes, I was. And I traveled. I was Mm -hmm. like gone. Mm -hmm. So Eddie and I, we had a small window to record the show. It didn't happen. Eddie was sick and... Sadly, couldn't make it, and I was gone. I was out. Smoke. Yeah. Ghost. <laughs> Swayze. <laughs> Swayze, dog. And in lieu of, and it was a work thing. I was traveling for work, mm-hmm. so I couldn't exactly say, excuse me, everybody. <laughs> I know this work function and this planning retreat, Michigas, we yeah. got going on here. Got to record my podcast. <laughs> oh, and I need to edit it. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I just couldn't do it. That sucks, man. And I, d- I did feel really bad yeah. having to throw up kind of a donut last <laughs> week, but that was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was kind of, I don't want to say glad or happy that people were pissed, but I was like, all right, cool. If nobody had said anything, I'd have been like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> cared. <laughs> Nobody's mad. People are relieved. Yeah. But people were kind of angry. Which, like I say, I jokingly was happy about. But here we are. Yes. Here we are. And yeah, Eddie was sick, just shitting his brains out or first stages (laughs) of cancer. Wasn't that kind of sick, yeah. Okay, that's okay. Um, I was thinking to myself, (laughs) how mean and terrible of a show would it have been if we had dragged your ass? (laughs) Because when you're sick, like, it's almost like being hungover. Yeah. Where you think to yourself, eh. Like, I jokingly would say to my wife sometimes when one of my kids is sick, boy, tell you what would be nice (laughs) to be sick, to get some one-on-one attention from mom. (laughs) And then when you are sick, you think to yourself, I I, I would never want this. It's, yeah, when you're sick, it's the worst thing in the world. I hate Mm. being sick. I actually threw up, it was all phlegm that I threw up. Oh, God. And I was like, I I, I was wondering why I was feeling nauseous because it wasn't really that, you know, like a stomach thing. It was Mm -hmm. more like a head cold. Yeah. But it was just from swallowing snot all day. Swallowing snot. And just made my stomach not feel good and all came up. You know what? If snot is on the outside of your body, it's the most disgusting thing in the world. Yeah. You know, you eat boogers all the time. <laughs> all the, from you, your booger jar. <laughs> that's right, from my special booger jar. But every time you shoot, you're eating boogers. Yeah. You're eating boogers. Yeah. But if you pick it out of your nose and eat it, well, you know what, though? It doesn't pass your tongue, I guess. That's true. When yeah. you snort it through your nose. Not that I know what boogers taste like, but I've heard they're, they're rather salty. And that's just like jizz. Just like jizz. That's what it, I think you need to... Put the jizz through your nose so it doesn't <laughs> okay. t- hit your taste buds. That makes sense. That's what I need to tell my wife. Yeah, just snort that jizz. She doesn't like the taste of cum. <laughs> so snort it, girl. Can you just shoot it in the back of her throat, though, instead? Just past the tongue? Yeah. My dick's too small. <laughs> okay. Like, it barely gets past her teeth. Okay. So I can't do that. It just fills her entire mouth up. But, but, um, and my dick, but my dick is so small, um, it's big enough it wouldn't fit in her nostril, though. <laughs> okay. 
So what I, I got a lot going on for me. <laughs> Anyways, you think it's great to be sick. You want your, and people are always like, oh, I caught up on my Netflix. Yeah. I was sick, but I binged. <laughs> Not when you've got kids, dog. Yeah, exactly. Your kids don't give a shit. No. They don't let you lay around the house for eight hours. Plus when you're grown up sick too, unless you like legit have cancer, your significant other is going to say, boy, you've been kind of laying on the couch all day. I know you're sick and all. <laughs> But we got to take this fucking trash out. Yeah. Stevie's got to go to baseball. I mean, you kind of got to rally. Yeah. A little bit. Luckily, I had work to do, like, from, from actual work. Mm-hmm. So I was just, like, on my laptop the most of the most of the day. Gotcha. So Kristen took care of the kids. She's a saint. She sure is. Yeah. She sure is. Well, I still dream about that day being sick. I want to be homesick and feel good. And have my wife dote on me. Yeah. All day. And, now that, and play video games all day. Yeah. She's like, just go play some video games, babe. I'll make lunch. The Witcher. I know you're really <laughs> enjoying The Witcher right now, honey. You go play The Witcher and I'll make you a sandwich. Even on Valentine's Day, coming up is Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And my birthday is on December, or February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, Shakita sent us a real nice voicemail. Oh, nice. About that. I, I'll play that in a minute. But I'm always getting hosed. Because I don't know what to do with my wife. Like, Valentine's Day is supposed to be, I think, where the guy kind of does stuff for the women. Mm. And I know it's supposed to kind of go 50-50. But whatever. It's like the dad's day, the husband's day, the guy's day. To say, hey, babe, here's a dozen roses <laughs> that makes up for six months of being a shitbag. Yeah. And then my birthday is the next day. <laughs> so then is that supposed to be my wife's day to flip turn everything around? Yeah. What ends up happening is we kind of get just like smish mash lame day mm. where i'm disappointed because she's not doing enough for my birthday <laughs> and she's disappointed because she's not doing enough, i'm not doing enough for her valentine's day yeah so everyone's pissed <laughs> it sucks it does yeah my wife and i we don't really go big on valentine's day right because like if i got her a dozen roses she'd, she'd probably be like how much were those right you know what i mean like she's more self-conscious about the money that we're spending right and not how big of a celebration we have so we usually just go get like sushi or something there you go and then the call experience. it a day. yeah well the other, th- other thing too is roses are super played out mm-hmm. don't get your girl roses man <laughs> get her something a little more different or unique or special any asshole with a phone and 50 bucks can go on 1-800-flowers.com slash save it yeah get 10 percent <laughs> off no <laughs> Um, it's, uh, we could totally do one of those things. Oh yeah! If you listen to a podcast and they have a, they act like they're sponsored by Audible or GameFly or Stamps.com, dude, any any piece of shit can do that. <laughs> they will give anybody an affiliate program. Mm-hmm. Audible.com/slash Gary's Weird Uncle, <laughs> and if you tell enough people on Facebook and they sign up for it, you get a kickback. Yeah. I mean, it's genius. They, if you're an Instagram model and you're pushing your tea mm-hmm. and all your bullshit, uh, you can also have an Audible. So don't ever listen to a podcast and think, oh, Jesus, Audible? <laughs> they, wow, that must be a legit podcast. We're all over the place. Yeah. Hey, we're wheeling it back. Valentine's Day sucks. Yes. You don't want to buy your girl roses. Mm-hmm. Get her something a little more special if you're going to go the flower route. Or honestly, go to like Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods. <laughs> We can get great blooms there. You can. Costco even. Or like a felt rose maybe. Oh, the felt rose. (laughs) Just a single felt rose. Yeah. Uh, That's some show lore there. (laughs) Yes. Where that's an inside joke about one of my wife's friend's tampons (laughs) that I played with (laughs) because it was in the wastebasket and my dog pulled it out. Yes. 
My dog pulled it out and I touched it. <laughs> I peeled it back. I fingered it all up. Oh, the man. felt rose. All right. So I was out of town. Mm-hmm. And part of why I was out of town, like I said, was for work. And nothing is better than traveling except traveling on someone else's dime. Yeah. You know, it's not often that that happens in any of our life. And when you can do a trip like that and know, I'm not paying for this airfare. Fair. I don't have to pay for food. <laughs> like it feels good. Yeah. And special. Definitely. Even if it's not, even like, I didn't pay for this Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker, I did not pay for this Starbucks. Yeah. This Starbucks is great. <laughs> it doesn't have to be some fancy ass dinner. No, I got a free lunch today at work because somebody had a meeting and they had leftover catered food. Boom. So we all fucking went went in on it, and yeah, I was so happy about it. Man, there's nothing like that free catered leftover yeah. <laughs> lunch in an office. Like the second the meeting's over, someone's like, "Is that a meeting over? Yeah, is that food leftover food? Because I don't want to be rude." Um, and you gotta wait for it to get, at least get to the break room. Yeah, like if you go into the meeting, <laughs> now that would be a move though, because you'd get first dibs. Yeah. You know, you don't want to get the vegetarian sandwich. You know, they got to have 30 vegetarian sandwiches and there's not 30 vegetarians here. Yeah, exactly. You want the Italian salami roast beef, like <laughs> the something with some good meat on it. Oh, yeah. So you wait for the meeting to be over and then you get in there before they remove it to the break room. Because once in the break room, shh, all bets are off. It's a feeding frenzy. Yeah. It's like a downed gazelle in the Serengeti and all the lions come get it. Every uh, month at my work, they... Or not every month. I'm sorry. Every quarter we have like a big uh, like conference where the entire company gets an update on what's going mm-hmm. on and stuff. And then they get pizza for everyone at work. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it's just a frenzy on who who gets pizza to right. take home. So like everybody's down there like grabbing boxes. Somebody walked Jesus. out with like six boxes one time. That's rude. And I was like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Are you? I hope you're gonna like donate these to right. a homeless shelter. Donating these guys. <laughs> Don't worry. Because seriously, every guy and gal there is thinking, who's bringing home dinner tonight? Exactly. Who, who's gonna be a hero? <laughs> who's gonna be a hero on a Wednesday night? Yeah. Who eats pizza on a Wednesday night? <laughs> if you're ordering pizza on a Wednesday night, take a card look in the mirror. Like something is pizza is a weekend food man yeah. and if you bring home and surprise your roommate anybody kids with pizza on a wednesday night yeah so i don't blame people for being crazy but taking six pizzas it was, yeah it was ridiculous fuck that guy <laughs> that is rude i mean you get fired for lesser shit than that <laughs> yeah, seriously like an upper management might look at that guy and say loser <laughs> Or they might look at him and say, you know, that's a hardworking guy. He's <laughs> yeah, he's, he really uh, takes what he wants. <laughs> he takes what he wants. And that's what you, that's what wins here yeah, in exactly. America these days. So, yeah, so I did go for work. And I went to Salt Lake City, Utah, mm-hmm. which here in America has a reputation, because it's true, it's predominantly Mormon, mm-hmm. LDS. And Salt Lake City is a city. It's not like, you know, a fucking, uh, what am I, th- the word I'm thinking of, for people with the buggy, horse and buggy. Uh, Amish. Okay. It's, like, it's not like it's an Amish town. Okay. I mean, hello. It's a, it's like a normal town, but there are some weird rules. Mm-hmm. And one of the weirdest rules is in a bar, you can only get beer that's three point two percent alcohol on draft. But they'll sell you any beer in a can, and you can still get vodka and get fucked up off your ass or really? whatever, right? Or you can drink a hundred beers. <laughs> like it's not like you only get five three point two beers. Yeah. But they can only give you draft beer that high or it's illegal or something that doesn't make any sense at all no especially because you can just say fine i'll just take that fancy ipa in a can that's nine percent yeah or give me 40 vodka sodas (laughs) and then even if you do get a strong drink a lot of times they give you what's called a sidecar 
where the goddamn drink comes with a little shot on the side and you got to pour it in yourself because <laughs> they can't give you a drink that's super strong, mm-hmm. but they can give you both. It's almost like when there's those weird laws like, well, you can buy weed, but you can't sell weed. Yeah. And it's like, well, what, is, what does that even mean? <laughs> you know? So yes, I can give you this drink, but you got to mix it yourself. That's so weird. It's super bizarre. Dude, like what is the logic behind that? If you're still getting fucked up. Right. Yeah. And I don't think you can buy booze in the grocery store, which I think that's actually rather common. Like the quote unquote liquor store mm-hmm. here in California, nine times out of 10 is associated with illicit behavior or, you know what I mean? But the liquor store and I think other places, it's ran by old Hank and he's been, he's been running that liquor store forever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like some doofy ass white dude. Yeah. And you can only get booze there though. Okay. And I think that's how it is in Salt Lake too. You have to go to like a liquor store. And everyone wants to get high. Like everyone, <laughs> weed isn't legal there, but it's legal everywhere around it, especially mm-hmm. in Colorado, which is just right there. Mm-hmm. And so, man, everywhere I went, uh, people were just like talking about getting high and getting high. Really? I'm like, look, I will drink my ass off. <laughs> okay. Like I'm not saying just my work people. I'm just like, when I went to a bar and I'm talking to yeah. other tourists and stuff, um, I will get so super drunk mm-hmm. and never feel a shred of weirdness or anything. But I don't know. I, I am not going to get high. And roll around a city I don't know with yeah. a bunch of work people and strangers. Are these all like Mormons? Yeah, that are wanting to get high. Yeah, a lot of them. Is that not against? The oh, Mormon? totally. Then what, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I don't know. It's not just Mormons, but it's just the people that live there too. Yeah, like I think it's very alluring, and everybody wants to do edibles. <laughs> I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah, I'm gonna what eat some bullshit at 10 p.m. at night. I'm gonna wake up high the next day and then have to do work <laughs> things and give presentations. So were they all just talking about it and not actually? No one was ever high. Everyone's like, "Oh, where who, does anyone know where we can get? It? Like, who's gonna find it? Who's gonna get? It? Who's gonna get?" It? I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know anything." Yeah, and I'm staying away from this. Like, I will get drunk and be hungover <laughs> before I eat an edible that just chills in my body for hours on end. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's crazy. Weird. I remember back in the day too when I would smoke in college and then go do things. I always got so paranoid too, <laughs> so paranoid because that's just the way my body took it. I couldn't do it. No. And luckily I didn't even have the opportunity because I thought to myself almost like, oh, gee whiz, I'm going to be in some after school special here <laughs> where all the people I'm with are going to be getting high and I'm going to have to say no and I'm going to look like a real square. <laughs> <laughs> and if they peer pressure me, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Of course <laughs> I'd say no and they'd say, okay, cool. Like, like they give a shit. No, they'd pant to you or something. Right, give me a wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> it pants me. If you pants a grown man in a bar and like his dick flops out, I mean, you could probably not go to jail for that. <laughs> but like, if you pants a woman in a bar, and just, if you took her yeah. pants and her underwear down, yeah, and everyone saw her labia, mm-hmm. you would get in trouble. <laughs> Definitely, a hundred percent get in trouble. Which is very sexist because if you do it to a guy, maybe you wouldn't get in trouble. Yeah. You know? I think it would be funnier if it was a guy. People would laugh. Yeah. If it was a girl, they'd be like, oh, my God. Right. Did you see what he did to her? He violated her. Yeah. What if, like, that happens to me once, and I talked about this in the show, I think. In high school, I was hanging up a sign over a locker, and someone <laughs> depantsed me, and they pulled down. I had on sweatpants. I don't know why. And they pulled down, and I had boxer. I used to wear boxer briefs. Not you boxer just, briefs. Boxers. Just boxers? Yeah. I think back in the 90s, <laughs> there were no boxer briefs, really. No. And was, boxers were pretty popular. They were super popular. Yeah, but I don't know why you're trying to just show off your hog at, at school. It wasn't sweatpants and boxers. <laughs> I think it was some special student council thing or like a sleepover. And I remember this guy Alex. He pulled down my pants 
and the whole, everything came down and I was holding up the sign and my dick, my high school dick was just out. Was it a cold or warm day? It was cold. It was outside. <laughs> and you know what it's like in Las Vegas. A lot of the schools, they were built after female prisons, yeah. they say. So it was tons of outside. I was mm-hmm. outside. My high school dick was out. And I think one girl saw it, this girl, Kathy. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she kind of smiled at me. Yeah, she did. But not because, I mean, in high school, you see some guy's dick, you're going to laugh. Yeah. Like, that's just funny. Did she snort your jizz? No. I wish. I should have gone after that gal. (laughs) Should have gone after her. Um, Anyhow, anyways. Yes. um, Where are we getting from here? Uh, Salt Lake, weed, peer pressure. Yeah, saying no. Lord have mercy. Getting made fun of. Eddie. Whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. I got paranoid. I don't know. Who cares? Let's move on. We're getting crazy. So here we are. Yes. Um, the other thing that happened that was eventful in my life was I went to a protest. Oh, yeah, that's right. So like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when this first immigration ban was thrown out by or dropped by Trump, my wife is like militant these mm-hmm. days. Like she's super inspired and, you know, she's making phone calls and she's like so into it. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty impressive. And I, I think it's pretty awesome that she's like putting her money where her mouth is. And she's all, let's go. We're going to a protest. Mm-hmm. So it's Sunday morning and we're driving to like the grocery store. And she's all, you know what? We're going to the dollar store. We're going to get signs. We're getting markers and we're going to the airport. We're going to do a protest. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Oh my God. <laughs> like I'm such a creature of habit. I'm like, it's Sunday. I want to go to the supermarket. We'll come home. We'll play some video games. Maybe I'll get some action. <laughs> then I'll start drinking. We'll make dinner, mm-hmm. put the kids to bed early, watch a movie. Like my stupid mind that likes to do the same thing on the weekend mm-hmm. had it all planned out. <laughs> and then my wife who's the opposite just crashed through it all. And it took all I had as a man and a husband and a partner just to be like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. You know what? Okay, I guess. I'm really into that right now. (laughs) Hooray. And we did. We went to the store and got some signs and wrote on them like my kids wrote something on Mm -hmm. it because my kids aren't stupid. And I know obviously in our house we're pretty um, anti-Trump and so... They, they are too, mm-hmm. just like if I was anti anything, they would get it. However, they're just human beings. And when you just explain things to them, they're like, why can't two guys get married? Yeah. Like they don't know why, why would anyone ever be rude to a black person? Like mm-hmm. they have no clue. And it's when you just explain these things to them, they're like, yeah, why would we not let uh, refugees come in? Like, yeah, like exactly. Kids. So it wasn't like, like, I didn't feel like I'm forcing this on them. And they're, they were like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go to the airport. Let's do that. And it actually turned out great because when you think about it, it wasn't like, hey, let's go into downtown Sacramento and protest something. Yeah. I wouldn't bring my kids to that. Yeah. I mean, things can get hairy. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's cops around. But the airport. Yeah, you can't fuck around there. (laughs) The airport was like the perfect training wheels protest Mm -hmm. for us. We got there. Yes, it's a pain in the ass to get there. But the only people there were people traveling. Or pretty serious people who were there for a reason. Like, if you have a protest out, and there's a protest out in front of your house, mm-hmm. you just walk outside. Like, it took some real effort. Yeah. We had to park the car. There's paying. <laughs> you know, you when you park at the airport, you have to pay. So everyone out there was pretty serious. They were super chill. It was very peaceful. And it was actually kind of inspiring. Nice. That's awesome, man. So I will protest only at the airport <laughs> from here on out. What about, like, Trader Joe's? Oh, good. Go yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll protest there for sure. 
But I think that's also part of the reason why these protests really caught on is because otherwise if someone said, hey, there's going to be a protest this weekend and it's at this park, you'd be like, ooh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to that park. Yeah. Everyone knows where the airport's at. Yeah. There's exactly. already cops there. <laughs> Lots of cops. You want to fuck around at the airport? Yeah. So it's pretty dope. Plus, I figured, yeah, no one's going to punch me in the face. It was, it was cool. <laughs> so I listen, if you have an opportunity, I don't care what side of the fence you're on. We all have the right to peacefully protest. I think it's kind of cool. Do it. So you're telling me that you would rather a gorilla rape you so that Trump would be out of office than get punched oh. in the face in a protest? <laughs> Is that what we said? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if I get raped by the gorilla, I'm having sex, boy. <laughs> no, so yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. Get out there. Do it. It was fun. There are protesting, though, like the Super Bowl was mm -hmm. this weekend. And I think a lot of the commercials were seen as political, which is so funny because all the commercials seen as political were just about being compassionate and open. Yeah. Since when is that a goddamn political stance <laughs> to just be like a nice person? Yeah. Um, or a refugee. And there was that one Budweiser commercial, mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty great. Now, people are, are saying they're going to protest and boycott Budweiser. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. Like Budweiser is one of like the classic American brands. Right. And you're going to protest? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's the craziest thing is, yeah, the irony is, of course, it's Anheuser-Busch, which is German or whatever it mm -hmm. was originally, but it, for fucking 80 years or however long it's yeah. been red, white, and blue. <laughs> There's an eagle as their logo. Well, didn't and, they have like America on their can? Yeah. Like, and not even Budweiser, just said America. Probably. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, that, that's what we're doing right now. But you and I are in advertising, so we really understand. Like, if there was a couple people with an agenda, they could easily get that commercial on. Yeah. Like, let's say, I mean, 20 people, 10 people could maybe force that thing through. If there's like a CMO, the guy who is, works at Budweiser, mm -hmm. the marketing guy, the head of it, let's say, and maybe there's a CEO. He probably has a, a say in, a, in the Super Bowl spot. Mm -hmm. But then they have an ad agency, which could just be, you know, there could be a million people at the ad agency, but there could be one guy there yeah. who's like, this is the spot. This is what we're doing. And everyone around him is just like, okay. <laughs> like, it's like the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. Like, if someone's, if Budweiser's like, here's a 10 fucking million dollars. This is the spot we want. You go to that ad agency. They're just going to do it. Yeah. And I mean, so I think it's funny to say like, here's a company, Budweiser, that has thousands and thousands of employees as if they all had a say in this. <laughs> There's probably 10 doofy white dudes yeah. who came up with this idea for this commercial because yeah. they're all hella liberal. <laughs> all advertising agency people are super liberal. Mm -hmm. And so of course they're going to be making liberal advertising. Yeah. Like that's just kind of how it works. Exactly. <laughs> are there any conservative ad agencies out there? There's got to be, like, a couple that probably only work with, like, the Republican Party. Right. You know what I mean? Or, or conservative brands and yeah. issues. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's it's wild times. Wild times, <laughs> my man. Also, it was pretty funny because Brady says he likes the president. Mm -hmm. So people were, were – this is as dumb as boycotting Budweiser. Yeah. People were furious at the Patriots. <laughs> people who all of a sudden have never not liked or cared about sports in their entire life are now hating the Patriots. Yeah. Which is funny because the Patriots, which is like, you know, America's mascot. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's not America's team, that's the Cowboys, yeah. <laughs> technically. But whatever, that's confusing. The Patriots out of Boston, people were so mad at Tom Brady because he had a Make America Great hat. <laughs> and this is so funny. If you, if you say you support the president, you're boycotted. That's nuts. That is pretty crazy. Ugh, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. 
sooner or later, just something bad has to happen. So whatever. I know the Super Bowl party I was at, all the anti-Trump people were super like, beat the beat the Patriots, beat the Patriots. <laughs> and then when they lost, they were acting like it was like the election. Like it oh, really, really made a difference. They were like, because you thought we were going to win. Yeah. Like the entire game, the Falcons were going to win. And then right at the end, they choked and blew it, mm-hmm. which kind of had, I think, those same feelings as these people that were like, yeah, fuck you, Trump. Your mm. dumbass Patriots and Tom Brady, fuck you. You're going to lose. What? Now you're winning. I feel so bad again. Like, I thought I was going to get what I wanted, and now I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah. It's Everybody wants to belong to a team, and once they're attached to that team, mm-hmm. nothing else matters. They're just diehard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, the Democratic side, Republican side, both sides have crazy people that are dedicated to whatever they say right and don't even question anything they do and that's what's wrong with the whole election and, and just the political system in general could you imagine people made a choice based on at that moment what was the right choice like where else in your life are you just like no i've chosen this path and every decision exactly. i make is based on this one thing and then if you god forbid you change your mind or, tw- or tweak it you know you get voted out or people think you're crazy yeah like it's madness man it is and I think way more people feel like us. There's just these, you know, th- thousand um, idiots in Congress and Senate. It's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Let's move on, move on, move on. Oh, listen to this. The other day, I was walking out of the gym, mm-hmm. and it's been super cold here in Northern California, mm-hmm. like freezing and raining. And I tend to go to the gym pretty early in the morning when it's still kind of dark and cold outside. And I, I was sweaty, and I walked out of the gym, and... I, 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 as soon as I walked out of the gym and the, the cold air hit my lungs, I went, whoo, like, whoo, <laughs> like, just like that. And there was a lady <laughs> who I didn't see was standing right there. And the, it was so cold and it was so fast and reactionary. I walked out. I looked there dead in the eyes and I went, whoo, like, whoo, <laughs> like you would say, like a cat call. Yeah. And her instinct, because imagine you're a woman. You know, which is very easy for you and I to yeah. do. I imagine I'm a woman and I'm laying in bed and I'm rubbing my breasts. <laughs> I'm touching my fake clitoris, Eddie. <laughs> no, I'm touching my fake butthole. <laughs> I pretend like there's a spot on my thigh and I pretend it's a lady's <laughs> butthole, Eddie. No, so imagine you're a woman. <laughs> it's 6.30 a.m. You're walking to the gym in the dark. You're terrified. <laughs> you are fucking terrified. Yeah. Have you ever left a parking garage at 6.30 a.m.? A parking lot, excuse me, and been scared. Like what? Someone's going to rob you and do what? Yeah. You don't have your wallet on. You don't have any money. You're in your gym clothes. Mm-hmm. Maybe they steal your iPhone. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking take my iPhone. I don't care. Yeah. It's got insurance. Or, you know, you're going to go to jail for stealing an iPhone. <laughs> you're going to steal an iPhone, which is a pain in the ass, probably for you to crack and hack, mm-hmm. and then sell it for what on the street? 200 bucks? Probably around there. That's not worth it. <laughs> Guys going to be like, you keep your fucking iPhone. Man, sometimes you got to, you know, pay pay to get diapers or... Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Or crack. <laughs> or crack something, man. Yeah, you're right. Look at me. I'm all highfalutin here. <laughs> but anyhow, I've never been scared. This one was scared. Like, mm-hmm. she was on alert. And then here I was, walking out of the gym. <laughs> I hooed her, and she gave me a look. I've never seen a woman look at me like that. <laughs> like, I've, I've been in fights with my wife. I mean, I've been in arguments with women at work or whatever, you're, you're discussing something, but they never look at me like I'm going to hurt them yeah, <laughs> or like that. I came out of nowhere and scared them. <laughs> and she really looked at me and I was just like, Oh my God. Oh, it's cold. 
<laughs> and then the look of relief on her face yeah. to see that like I wasn't yelling at her, <laughs> but just, you know, it was goofy. Oh man. I was, it was a whirlwind of emotions in five seconds. Yeah. You should have been like, oh, it's cold. Nice hard nipples you got there. I know, right? Just said something completely inappropriate. <laughs> I did still bop her on the head, drag her out to my car, and now she's buried in my backyard. Just a little bop. Well, I do love a bop. <laughs> Give her a little bop. Ho-bop. Ho-bop. Give her yes. the ho-bop. <laughs> she was familiar with it. She listens to the show. I wore my Save for the Show shirt to the gym. Mm -hmm. And then when I see the ladies, they run out to me and they're like, my pussy's wet. <laughs> give me a whole bop. And I give them a little bop. You know, I'm like, please, I'm, I'm working out. Yeah. You know, I get all Kanye on. I'm like, I wouldn't come to your place. No. So anyways, um, I do like ladies at the gym. I cannot deny that. <laughs> like when your boy is on one of his uh, fancy websites, mm -hmm. his uh, illicit websites, and you see all the thumbnails, if I see some like yoga or gym situation... <laughs> I'm apt to open that in a tab. tab. I mean, I'll up. open it up in a tab. Like I think I feel like nothing as to nothing is grabbing me so hard on those websites. Where I'm like, I gotta look at this right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I still tab it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll save you for later. I mean, maybe I'll put you like first in case you know. <laughs> I, like I gotta make sure I get to you. It's like you're playing cards and you're organizing. <laughs> right. Order of preference. <laughs> like some of that nine, ten, eleventh tab. <laughs> yeah. No. Never get into that. <laughs> You're not getting into that. Back in the day before there was fast internet, I remember like opening those tabs and if the website was slow, you had to be like, oh shit. Yeah. Command W on that. <laughs> Close until you can find a good one. Anyhow, <laughs> when I see the gym stuff, your boy might be apt to. That's, uh, your, you know, that's your thing? Okay. I'm going to have to open up a tab on that. Nice. Because a lot of times if it's a gym thing, it's usually an older gal. Because you know those moms, <laughs> they got to stay fit. They got to work out. Pilates. Pilates, even though now, Eddie, I'll be 36. Like, yeah. I'm old now. Yeah. To some people, 36 is hell. I'm closer to 40. Yeah, that's true. Than 30 at this point, Crazy, man. man. How does that feel? I feel old. <laughs> I mean, I of course that's not old. And mm -hmm. I'm sure you and I will both live to be 90. But in the grand scheme of my life, this is the first time I felt like 36, kind of an old number. Yeah. Like a lot of people are 36 and they've founded Facebook and are billionaires. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? You've got three beautiful kids. Yeah. Beautiful wife. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> whatever. Uh, a fairly popular podcast. <laughs> uh, whatever, man. I don't have Facebook. <laughs> do you ever do that? Sometimes you see someone like Mark Zuckerberg and you're like, shit. Yeah. What? Look at me. I mean, it's, it's just not our path. Man. You know, I got some free pizza from work. <laughs> exactly. That's it. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg, he owns that place. You think he's stealing free pizza from work? I mean, I got six, but still. Yeah, he doesn't get six. <laughs> that piece of shit. So, yeah, speaking of your job, too, you sent me the funniest Snapchat today. <laughs> your, you see, yeah, your, like, menu or something at your work today mm -hmm. had... Crispy fried, chicken, crispy fried chicken, which is fine. Yes. I mean, any place can have crispy fried chicken, mm -hmm. but it was part of the Black History Month yes. menu. Yes. 50 cents of every purchase of the crispy fried chicken goes to like a black heritage fund. Oh, yeah. well, that's nice. It's nice. But also, did it have to be fried chicken? I mean, what is, I, is that? I, I really should have Googled this. I, I just thought I didn't write this down to talk about it. But yeah, I mean, is there... That, <laughs> I'm so confused, Eddie. <laughs> like, at what point I feel like other than rude racial stereotypes, it's not like they brought fried chicken from Africa yeah. to America. It's not like Mexican food and on, you know, Cinco de Mayo, you're eating tacos. Yeah. 
that's totally different. Exactly. Like fried chicken. I mean, what if there been like watermelon or something <laughs> like yeah. collard greens? Yeah. Like, what does this mean? If maybe it's food from the South? Fried chicken is not like a Southern only food. Fried chicken is everywhere. And everyone loves fried chicken, man. Seriously. But like, yeah. So I was, I was just so surprised that, that they would put that on the menu and, and specifically call it out for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I think I put like, it comes with a side of like unintentional racism or something right. like that. But yeah, it was just, it's crazy. And it reminded me of uh, when I was working at an agency, McDonald's was one of our clients. Mm-hmm. And in February, they would promote their fried chicken breakfast sandwich and basically all their fried chicken products. And I was just always thinking like, what? <laughs> because of Black History Like, it Month? seems so blatantly, like, stereotypical. Yeah. I yeah. mean, unless, like, there's a, and maybe during those months, people do consume more fried chicken, I guess. <laughs> but it's just bizarre. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. And you know what? Once the uh, African American club at your work finds out about that, <laughs> they're going to be pissed. Yeah. Or maybe not. I mean, maybe because, you know, we're, I'm a goofy white dude <laughs> who like, we like to invent, uh, I'm going to be outraged for you. Yeah. I'm not I mean, really outraged. No, it's I wasn't outraged. I, just, I thought it was funny laugh. that, yeah, I was like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Is that That's how it is? Of? Okay. I mean, I guess what, on like Hanukkah, what would they have? Latkes, matzo ball soup. But see, that's a Jewish thing (laughs) and not weird or racist at all. Whatever. So, yeah. So what would they have? Like a, like money bag. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just (laughs) money, money bag sandwich. It's a lettuce wrap sandwich because it's like dollar bills. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. What are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do? All right. So what else are we going to do? Let's do, oh, you know, let's play Shakita's email real quick here. Hey, Dan and Eddie, it's Shakita. I'm calling to wish Dan an early happy birthday. So happy birthday, Dan. Um, I would (laughs) sing to you, but I'm shy. So uh, it's not going to (laughs) happen. All right. So I just want to let you guys both know that I appreciate everything you guys do on the podcast, like all the stories all the time that you guys put into it. Like, I know that you guys are both busy and it's really hard to get together even for an hour a week. Which, by the way, I'm totally indulging mm-hmm. us right now. Like, I this is, this, this, <laughs> I mean, this is such a complimentary, nice voicemail. I'm just, just letting it roll. Yeah. Obnoxiously. I really think that you guys don't know how much impact you have on people's lives. Like, you guys make us laugh and you know, brighten up our days. And you have, you have a lot of fans. Like, you can tell by how many questions you guys get and is it weird and people leave voicemails just to tell you how great your show is. And you should feel lucky and special because you guys are amazing. Wow. And thank nice you so story? much for everything that you do. And I love supporting your show. I love being a part of it. And I want both of you guys to have an awesome weekend. Okay? Bye. I was like, all right, I got to edit this down. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? No, man, just bask in the love. It was a nice email. Shakita's great. Yeah. And you know what? Where's the rest of these nice emails <laughs> or voicemails? The rest of you jerks? Yeah. No. Get on it, guys. Seriously. Um, but thank you, Shakita. And anyone else that wants to send us a voicemail, you easily can. The, the way I recommend doing it is use your phone if you want, if you don't mind not being anonymous. Record it on your phone, like your voice memo program, Mm -hmm. and then just send us that WAV file. Yeah. And it'll sound great. Or you can go online to saveforthishow.com slash contact, because on there, you can also send us lots of questions. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. We got answers. We got answers. We got answers.
All right, like I said, we get lots of questions on the show. And saveforthe slash contact. You can be anonymous, save it for the show at gmail.com on Twitter, Sift Show, hit us up. And oh, you know what? I from our boy Darnell. Here's a question. Dan and Eddie, have you ever used your wife's feminine wash, not douche, to clean your nuts and butt while you're in the shower? Be honest. I have. Darnell. <laughs> so of course. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I mean, if it's some real fancy ass shit that my wife would say not to use, like if she dyed her hair and it's for like dyed hair, I won't use that. Mm -hmm. But anything else, fair game, dog. Yeah, totally. I mean, is so is he talking about just like a regular feminine like body wash or uh, like a specific like a scent or something? Well, super don't they lady? make like 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 a summer's eve? Isn't oh, like that? that? Like a, isn't that's a douche? Oh, that's, that's like a, is yeah. It, I think they it's don't a just make like a, wash. a soap, just specifically uh, for the vag area. I don't. Does okay. your wife have a vag no, vagina? That's soap? why I was wondering if if that's what he meant because he said he specifically said not douche. Yeah, you're so right. So it made me think maybe it was something feminine wash. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I've never. No, I. It, there's just like a soap and there's body wash. Yeah. <laughs> my wife doesn't have like her her pussy soap <laughs> in the shower like. Don't use mama's special pussy soap, okay? So she tells my kids. She does have this loofah in the shower, which everyone knows not to use. Because, you know, she uses that thing Lord knows where. When she's grinding on that thing. I mean, just to, like, just take off dead skin and stuff like that. Okay. Kids don't want to use that. I don't want to use that. Stay away from mom's loofah. <laughs> but, no, she doesn't have pussy soap. Either. Okay. Yeah, my wife doesn't either. But if she did have it, I would probably use it. Yeah. Why not? I don't see a problem with that. All over my balls. and Jerk off with it, man. Not me. <laughs> you know me. I'm sensitive, Eddie. I don't want to get any soap in my dick mouth. Very sensitive meatus over here. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, this one. What's your problem always being a dick about people and their dogs? Maybe your friends are annoyed with pics of your kids. Don't be a dick. Sorry. You know, I'm, I'm super hard on dogs here in my life. Yeah. But you know what? I just can't help it. I just cannot help it. I have my children and I have the podcast and I have my life and I do enjoy my dogs, but it's just, I just don't get that same. Like if I see a dog on Facebook, I cannot scroll fast enough <laughs> past a dog picture or a dog video. Like I have absolutely zero desire. Zero? I think it depends on, for me, it depends on what the dog is doing. If it's just like a cute dog, I'll scroll right by it. But yeah. if the dog is doing something crazy, then I'll, I'm going to check that out too. I might look at the view count and if it's like a hundred <laughs> million, I'll say, all right, yeah, see this fucking dog. The, over the weekend we watched, uh, my kids and my wife and I watched this like dog competition on NBC mm -hmm. where they like throw the, the thing and they jump, see how far they can jump into like a pool of water and yeah. they do like frisbee tricks and shit yeah shit was so so cool dude like, that is cool and my girls loved it and they started pretending to be dogs and we had to teach them tricks <laughs> it's like american ninja for <laughs> yeah, dogs exactly there was a great show in the 90s called that's my dog oh, i remember, remember that, that show? show yeah where it was like a classic 90s 80s game showy type thing where you had to ran your dog through an obstacle course mm -hmm. like, that's my dog <laughs> my sister and i would watch the shit out of that's yeah. my dog oh man well you know what? and listen i'm gonna catch a lot of shit for this a lot of shit but i had two dogs and one of my dogs was just a nice boy but a real pain in the ass i mean i owe a lot to this dog his name is bingo mm -hmm. bingo was the dog that ate the felt rose <laughs> you know he's the dog i felt like 
I told other stories in the show. He ate like a diaper. He sucked my dick. <laughs> like, no. It's like he was just a filthy trash dog. Mm-hmm. Nothing wouldn't go in his mouth. Socks, toys, everything. And he barked nonstop. Mm-hmm. He was always nervous. He barked at my cats. He made my cats piss all over the house. Mm-hmm. He was nuts. And we rehomed him. And I couldn't be more happy about it. Yeah. And so was he. Yeah. Like, totally. man, and I was so nervous to do it. And I felt so bad because when I grew up in my family, like you had a dog, a dog's for life. And mm-hmm. I, I do agree with that. And I do appreciate that to some extent. But come on, man. Yeah. Now, I mean, why would you buy an animal? I mean, you'll get rid of a hamster or a snake or a bird. Like, like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And I think even a cat, like some people are like, I got to get rid of this fucking cat. Yeah. You know, somebody who wants a cat. Um, but with dogs, I think sometimes people, they put this feeling on it. Like I was really worried my mom and dad are going to be mad at me <laughs> and super judge me. And I kind of think they did. Yeah. But, oh my God, we gave the dog to somebody who it's like a ranch for like special needs kids. Mm-hmm. And he can be outside and bark and go crazy and not be cooped up in my house with my cats. Yeah. And the totally. whole situation and the whole harmony of the house feels so much better. Mm-hmm. I have no regrets. Now, I probably shouldn't have preceded this story by saying that I fucking hate dogs. I think they're <laughs> stupid because I really do like dogs. Yeah. I have another dog and I adore her. And now that other dog's life is much better. Yeah. I can take her for walks more easily. Mm-hmm. She gets more attention and more love. I've got three kids, two cats, and a dog. <laughs> like, I just, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. I mean, we rehomed one of our dogs too, Penny. Yeah. Because she was just, she was kind of a, like a neurotic dog and she was more of like a, a lap dog so she needed like a lot of attention and right. having two young kids and another dog mm-hmm. we weren't giving that to her and i mean it's like being in a in a bad relationship like yeah neither of you are happy and neither of you deserves to be unhappy right so why not make it better and we gave her to a family who had older kids that you know really had the time to play with her and, and give her the attention she needs mm-hmm. so yeah i don't think it's it's like if you put him in the trash or something, then yeah, that's a different story. Exactly. But if it went to a place where you genuinely know he's going to be better off, then right. why not? People are going to be pissed about this. Probably. I think but. people are not going to understand. They're going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> you get a dog, a dog's for life, motherfucker. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't, if I have a shitty kid, that's for life. Yeah. You take the kid to therapy. You do whatever you can to fix them. You, you make their life better. But with a dog, <laughs> come on, man. It's not that big of a deal. It doesn't work out. I did not casually decide to get a dog. I wanted the right dog. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out. Yeah. Like, and why would you shackle yourself to this imprisonment? Like, I gotta make it work. I'm, I'm suffering through this animal. No, man. Yeah. Somebody out there will quickly and easily say that's the right dog for me, mm-hmm. and they will find it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if I couldn't find a good home for it, you, like you said, I'm not gonna put him in a sack <laughs> and drown him in my pool. <laughs> I mean, that's a psychopath. <laughs> I very, I, I talked to lots of people. I interviewed a couple folks. I found the right place and I cried. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I drove him, bingo, to this house and almost like I was dropping my son off at college and never to see him again. <laughs> but on the way there, he was in the back in his crate, kind of whining a little bit, like mm-hmm. he maybe knew what was going on. And then when I got to the house, everyone's all bingo and they were so excited to see him and he ran right in. And I knew I made the right choice. Mm-hmm. And then, I, and when I left, he wasn't like, take me with you. Yeah. He was just like, I'll see you later. Yeah. Didn't follow me out. Didn't chase me out. Nothing. <laughs> and then I got in the car and I totally cried. Yeah. Because I still felt bad. I still felt I couldn't help. There was a part of me that just still felt like 
should we have tried to make it work? But then I, I sucked, sucked up some boogers, <laughs> swallowed some boogies through my nose. And I said, no, it's the right choice. And it was. Yeah. What do you think would happen if he saw you? Like if you oh, were out God. on a walk or something and you saw him, he was a stupid dog. <laughs> he, he would not remember me. No, it was funny. Cause after we rehomed Penny, I took my other dog Leroy to the groom, the groomer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was a dog there that looked just like Penny. Yeah. And I got nervous. Like I saw an <laughs> X and I was like, Oh shit. And I like turned away. Like, don't make eye contact. Right. I was like, wait, that can't be her. Right. But it, it, and it wasn't, but it was so weird. Like the reaction I had. Right. I was like, so like nervous and sure. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, I also felt like, what if she calls me in a couple of weeks and I'd be like, no, takesy backsies. <laughs> but I did tell her, look, if it doesn't work out, please let me know. Mm-hmm. We'll happily take them back. And she never did. Um, but what I did do, I kind of stalked her on Facebook <laughs> and I kept watching it. I'm like looking for pictures of bingo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, there he is. Look, there he is. He looks really happy. And, but we weren't friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then she, I think she realized like, oh, I'm putting all this stuff public and it stopped. And uh-huh. I was bummed out. <laughs> I was bummed out. So whatever. I, I fuck. Did not mean to go there about the dog. Um, but yeah, I, if there's anyone else out there that's, you know, tell us to fuck off or tell us if you've ever done something like that, because I'd be curious mm-hmm. to hear what other people are doing. Ah, oh, man, we're running out of time. We did not do enough questions. All right, let's do some more. Hey, Dan, why did you start using Albie Sure again? Did you stop feeling bad about appropriating the work of an American African, African American artist? Start using I'll Be Sure again. We've never stopped. Yeah. I'll Be Sure has been on every episode of this podcast since day one. Yeah. Even when we used to do the cold open, when we used to, I used to do those stupid intros. He was a guest on he the podcast. He was a guest <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, when I played that old episode, I forgot that I used to say, hey, everyone, let me give you a recap yeah. of the show. <laughs> and I don't know if it was you. It might have been Dylan Shuck who said, hey, you should try this cold open thing. And here we are. Yeah. I think that worked out the best. So, yeah, I'll be sure. Um, that that'll, will bring the show down. Mm-hmm. When the show does become super popular and we start making real money, that will be our Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to crush us. He will. And they're going to use this piece of tape as, as evidence right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do a couple more. Hey, so question, you seem like some sick fucks that like to twank the twinkle. What's up with all the sister fucking porn on Pornhub? And why am I so drawn to it? I wish I had a full-blooded sister. Follow-up question, have you guys ever banged your sisters? (laughs) So, okay, two-parter here. The first part, and we've talked about this on the show, Mm -hmm. man, the step-sibling incest porn is out of control. It is, yeah. But it's got to be super popular. (laughs) Like, those websites are I read something that 10% of the internet's content is porn mm-hmm. and 30% of internet traffic is to porn sites. Wow. Porn is so popular and it's so smart and it's so data driven. They know everything about you and clearly like supply and demand, mm-hmm. you know, when you see some weird ass shit nonstop, <laughs> like this weird pseudo incest porn, it really goes to show you that people Everyone wants to fuck their step siblings. Yeah, and but I don't get it because it's not real. Like no, like if the illusion is not there, then it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm into like incest part, but I'm saying not even like, like if it's a real estate agent. Yeah, she's dressed like a fancy one. They're in a house. That's plausible. Yeah, but of course they're not. Like my dad's gonna be so mad. <laughs> yeah, and the acting is always horrible. So bad, even though it's only like a minute of acting. Right. But. It's a minute too much. <laughs> Just have sex. Yeah. And don't call her like daddy or yeah, mommy. Exactly. I mean, ugh. 
<laughs> that grosses me out. Um, to answer the second part, no. Eddie and I have not had sex with our sisters. See, because I don't think that's it. I don't think it's like an incest thing. It's like a taboo thing. Yeah. And it's just like the new taboo frontier. Like, even if you're like 100% straight and every once in a while you like, you're like, whoa, look at that weird. Oh, wow, it's a transvestite. Oh, what am I gay now? Like, <laughs> of course not, you dumbass. <laughs> like, if you look at it, one video, that doesn't mean you're into it. Yeah. You're just curious. <laughs> Bi curious, all right? So don't be so hard on yourself, me. <laughs> all right. Uh, what do we got here? Let's see one more. Dear Dan and Eddie, my girlfriend, Melissa. Merlissa. I think maybe that might be Merlissa. Merlissa? It says Merlissa. Okay. Is an avid listener of your show, and she always talks about how much she loves your stories and brutal honesty. I think you guys are great, too, but I don't listen nearly as much as she does, so I hear most of the stories secondhand. Yesterday, we were talking about the story regarding Dan having... To, oh, okay. This one's weird. <laughs> Yesterday, we were talking about the story regarding Dan having to learn how to clean his dirty, hairy ass, and it was something we realized I relate to as well. Uh, for about 10 years now, I'm 26, I've done this trick to help keep my forest a bit tidier and most importantly, drier. Um, all I, this is a long one. Let me fast forward here. All I do is, that was me fast forwarding the thing. <laughs> all I do in the morning after I dry post shower is I take two to three squares of toilet paper. I fold it up into itself until it's like a shitty wrapped cigar and I wedge it between my butt cheeks. <laughs> And then I go live my life. I know it may sound silly and you're probably wondering if it pops out, but I promise you, I feel 100% more comfortable on hot days or cold days with a lot of layers and you get a nice placement. It will rarely fall out. There's an occasional time wearing shorts where I feel it loose and, you have, and you're in a panic, running, wondering if someone will see your BT, uh, in parentheses, butt tissue. <laughs> That's what this guy calls it, it's a BT. It's a risk worth taking. Case in point, my, I turned my college roommate into it, blah, blah, blah. Um... Pussy got wet and stayed wet. Flip-flop guy. That's what he's saying. Okay. So this is craziness. Yes. He's putting a, a butt tampon. Exactly. Essentially. <laughs> not in his ass, but in his crack. In his crack. Because I get it. I get a sweaty ass crack, too. Yeah. It happens. But And I used to, in high school, I would sweat so bad that I would, like, I don't know, ass out? What would you call it? Yeah. Like pit out <laughs> is for your pits. Yeah. I would ass out. And that would still happen to me sometimes where I cannot think of anything more embarrassing for a guy is if you stand up in your, you know, beige khakis in high school and you got, looks like you, you like pissed out of your ass, but not a lot of piss, just yeah, a little bit. People be like, dude, you see Dan's ass? His motherfucking ass was so sweaty. But I got news for you. If your ass is sweating that bad, it's going to burn right through this little toilet paper. Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of toilet paper he's using, but right. the toilet paper that I use, if it gets pr pretty wet, it's mm. going to just disintegrate. Right, it doesn't dry. Yeah, so does he just is he just picking out wet toilet paper from his ass crack all day? Right. Seriously. Yeah. And like changing this BT over and over. And this was an anonymous question, so I couldn't respond with questions. Nine times out of ten when someone sends us a question like this, I always write back, like, give me some more details. Yeah. Like, Let's break this thing down here, <laughs> flip flop guy. So yeah, write back in and let me know more about this. Or send us a voicemail. That'd be a funny voicemail. Yes, please do. Because I'm fascinated. And I, I can kind of understand, like I said, jokingly, it's like a tampon, but I'm just thinking about my butt and the way it sweats and <laughs> a couple squares of a tissue cigar back there is not going to help. Yeah. It's not going to help. All right. Questions are over. Uh, I, please send us in your questions. Send us in your, is it weird? Is this weird? Yes. You should not put toilet paper in your butt. If it works for you though, no judgment. Yeah. But it is a little weird. And if you're getting intimate with a gal, 
you're gonna have to be like, let me freshen up. <laughs> Imagine she pulls down your underoos and sees a little brown cigar yeah. or toilet paper back there. <laughs> Pussy got dry, dog. You are not getting fucked yeah. that night. Unless she's nasty. Unless she takes it. Puts it home <laughs> as a souvenir. Oh, God. Squeezes all the juices oh, out. Oh, <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. That could be something we sell with our boogers. <laughs> ass juice. You know, girls, they sell their panties online. It's true. We yeah. could sell our uh, little butt tissue <laughs> plugs. A little butt tampons. All right, you're getting gross. Enough of this. All right. BTs. BTs. <laughs> Let's do a real treat. I don't know. It's that time again. Come on. And it's time. I'm going to have to edit this fucking thing. I am next and I erased it. Maybe I should keep that in there. All right, there's the song. <laughs> not playing the song this week. That's the song. All right. On accident, Shakita's email <laughs> overwrote that the clip, and I, I don't have it queued up. So, Eddie, yes. what's your real treat this week that you're digging? Uh, my real treat is a uh, show mm. on Amazon Prime. We've talked about it before, Sneaky Pete. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, I really like Giovanni Ribisi. I've always yeah. liked him. Yeah. Uh, and Brian Cranston is like the creator of the show or of co-creator. Course. He's great in everything. Yeah, and he's in it and he's he's really good in it. And I, it's it's a really cool show. It's about like a con man and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a lot of it is kind of like like Ocean's Eleven-ish. Oh, it's a where, stylish? Is there cool like Well, yeah, like when he crimes? tells you like after the con, they'll like they'll go back and show you how it was done. Oh, so there's lots of cons? There's like, there's like cool cons is like one of these shows where it's like you see the the whole the breakdown of it. And yeah, like, but it's not like like just individual cons. It like all it's it's a series of cons leading up to like the finale because mm-hmm. they're trying to do like this one specific thing. Okay, so he's doing a bunch of stuff with a bunch of different bunch people. of side quests. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, but it's I mean it's really well done and it's not it's it's goofy but also like really serious and and mm-hmm. you know there's there's violence and stuff like that. But yeah, sounds great. Show, yeah. And Brian Cranston, I mean, is it hard to watch him and not see Walter White? I don't think so, because before he was Walter White, I was a huge fan oh, of Malcolm seeing, in the uh, Middle. The dad? Yeah. From that? As Hal, he right. was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So so funny. Yeah, so, I mean, he's obviously a great actor if he can go from playing such a funny role right. to playing such a serious role. Um, but. I, I think he's such a like a good actor that you can believe him in the part that he's in without having to Completely. reference anything else. So he's the best. Yeah, he's the best. I haven't seen any of his new movies. I have to. Yeah, but um, I'm excited about Better Call Saul because I heard this season is going to be all about uh, Gus. Yeah, the rise. Now of he Gus. becomes in power. Yeah, can't wait for that. That's cool. All right, let's make this a podcast <laughs> about Better Call Saul. <laughs> Um, which, by the way, a Dead Inside Show podcast starts again next week. If yes. anyone wants to listen to that, the podcast I do with my boy Dylan. All right, my real treat this week is snowboarding. Oh, nice. Part of what I did when I went to Salt Lake was I snowboarded with the people I worked with. And again, man, snowboarding is fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. It's so expensive. It's like 90 bucks just to go for the day. Mm. And all the gear, you can't just flop out there. <laughs> like there, You can say, hey, buddy, let's go play hoops. Mm-hmm. And I could even play in my shitty shoes. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need. You know, basketball costs 20 bucks. <laughs> but for snowboarding, you need goggles and gloves and a helmet and boots and the right jacket and the right pants. And I borrowed a ton of it because mm-hmm. I haven't gone snowboarding in so long since I lived in Reno to go to school. So it's, it's a very difficult thing to get into. Mm-hmm. But man, is it fun. Oh, yeah. 
there's just something about it. Like you're putting on all this clothes. It's like armor. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting ready. You're walking out there. You're snowboard. <laughs> you're so cool. And then when you take a break and you're in the lodge and you have that beer and everyone's in there just kind of nasty. Yeah. Like your hair's all fucked up and you got like sun damage on your face and it's just, there's nothing else like it. It's a really fun experience. It's just so goddamn expensive. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'd love to do it with my kids, but fuck me twice. <laughs> oh, like man. how do you pay? If you see a family on your Facebook feed or anything and they snowboard a lot and they're decked out, mm-hmm. they spend a lot of money on that shit. Oh yeah. So definitely. They're, they're either bad with their money or they're doing something right. Unless they're rocking those like, $20 like plastic target snowboards that you can right. get, you know what I mean? Seriously. But uh yeah, snowboarding, just going to uh, the mountain in general like yeah. spending the day up there is expensive, so. Right. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. And you're right, like if, and if you have bad clothes and gear, it's you're freezing. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be this is going to sound so stupid. Obviously there's places in America, I mean Texas, I don't know, <laughs> Alabama <laughs> or like Louisiana, they don't have snow there, right? Mhm. Like, there's no mountains there. Like, there's no snow in Mexico unless you're, at, what, you're like, at the top of, like, the super, super, super tall mountain, right? <laughs> I assume so. I'm just asking, like... <laughs> I think so. My point being is there, there's got to be states and places that you just physically can't go to the mountains and see snow, mm-hmm. right? Like, I guess there, I shouldn't say there's not snow in Africa. I, I sound like an like, absolute <laughs> idiot right now. Whatever. Moving on. Snowboarding's cool. <laughs> if you can do it, do it, all right? Yes. <laughs> it's good times. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. People want to get high while they were snowboarding. <laughs> like, I need a focus here, man. Yeah. I'm getting old. I'm not trying to break something. I can't be high. I don't even <laughs> want to be drunk. Like, I feel like, yeah, maybe, like, I'll take a shot. Give me a shot Just of fireball up, man. something. Yeah. I'll drink a beer or two. But I can't be drunk. No, dude. Yeah, especially snowboarding. Yeah, why would yeah. I run over a kid? <laughs> you know, I'm going, like, 30 miles an hour down on a on basically, like, a knife. Yeah. Like a metal knife. <laughs> I mean, I could slice someone up. Yeah. No thanks, dog. <laughs> Play it safe. Don't be high. So I didn't. I did a ton of coke though. Oh, I just mean, rails. Got that pow pow, bro. Hit that pow. Hit that charge. Uh, did, right. did you like hit any ramps or anything? Some sick booters, bro. No, I did. I, I mean, I'm okay. Like I, I went really fast. Yeah. Just like shredded. Fresh pow though. There was some pow. Fresh pow, bro. I carved a bit. It was good. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Some sick fun. booters. I don't know what a booter is. Was that like jump or something? I, I think it's the same thing as a kicker. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't do any of that shit. All right, Eddie. That's the end of the show. So what do we got this week from Amanda Hug and Kiss for our sistery? It's from episode 69. And the song is called The Port Royal Sound by The Dingies. The Dingies. Okay. Yeah. So that's playing. And it's great. Love it. And I think episode 69 is the sex show. So there's probably something fun that makes sense. Show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. So, what else we got cooking here? It's episode 228. So, yeah, it's episode 228 of Save for the Show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Oh, I did take penis pills in college. <laughs> yes. What? Why did you take penis pills? Just saying I took dick pills. Like connotate that i have a real small dick be honest i i was i would say most would dudes that think. are taking dick pills well let or... me tell you why we i did it with all my roommates <laughs> so is it a contest no <laughs> so one of my roommates it was called longitude <laughs> which if you've ever like i think peter north is like the spokesman is for. that like the infomercial stuff like they play yes. late at night okay yes i think or ron jeremy like any like yeah you know porno stars shills it 
And this one roommate was like, yo, 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 man, let's do this. And I think he must have had a small dick. I swear to God, I did not initiate this. And I'm, I'm going to be the first to tell you, I definitely, I'm not like a tiny guy. I'm not like, you know, a huge Ungo magnum down there, but I'm cool. Okay. And but I'm like, what guy doesn't want a bigger dick? Of course. All right. I'll take these pills. You can never be, what, too skinny, too rich, or have too fat of a dick. <laughs> anyway, so I thought to myself, fine, I'll do it. And you know me. I'm like, cool, let's do something together. Camaraderie <laughs> as guys. And it was like 50 bucks. So I remember we bought it. And at the time, I don't even think Amazon was that popular. It was that long ago. Okay. And it was probably 10 years ago. I don't know. So bought it, and then we waited every day for like it to come in the mail. We were really <laughs> excited. And so it came... And it was a bottle of pills and then a, all these really long instructions about what to do. Because you think to yourself, like, I'm going to drink this pill. Yeah. And then I'll wake up in the morning and just be like, boom, <laughs> like, flap. There it is. So there's like, well, like, what do you have to do? You basically have, it was like instructions, very specific instructions on how to jerk off. What? Yes. It was like milking. And it, like every night in the shower for like 20 minutes, <laughs> you basically had a tug on your dick. I'm serious. Why? Like, like what? That's probably what made your dick get bigger. Is every day like, you're just like <laughs> pulling on it, and stretching not, it, basically. Yeah, and not and you had to be flaccid for half of it, and the other half was like how to do it what? hard. It was weird, man. How do you rub your dick and stay flaccid? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> like what is? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't do it because I was in a dorm room, and so it's like, all right, like. There's two rooms, and there's two guys in each room, mm -hmm. so there's not a lot of, like, you know, private time <laughs> yeah. to either be jerking off in bed or in the shower, and the shower was gross. Yeah. Nobody wanted to hang out in there and have a moment <laughs> throwing fluids around, which I hope nobody jerked off. You know what? Dude, of course they did. Yeah. I'm sure of I did. Of course they I'm did. sure I did. Especially in college, where you're like, <laughs> you know, got to get the demons out, like, every night. So, anyways, took it, and I no, didn't change <laughs> like did you guys get a supply enough for all of you yeah i think we each bought it okay and after like two weeks of taking it i just stopped taking it and after like a day of the milking exercises yeah i was like oh, fuck this <laughs> it's not worth it did the other guy like keep going with it he was did it? <laughs> the original guy was really amped on it and, and he was a perv <laughs> this is the guy who when i first started dating nicole like she was the first serious girl that i brought back to the dorm mm -hmm. that wasn't just like you know some gross hoe <laughs> and he knew i liked her a lot and he was like hitting on her like he like came up on my bed and was you know that move a guy will do where like gets really close to a girl and kind of just like starts touching her yeah and she was like what the fuck are you doing like he was like rubbing her on my bed what i know he was a he was a weirdo That's... yeah yeah you still do you know no. what you guys are <laughs> i'm not even like facebook friends with oh them. okay yeah it's like not even that <laughs> so anyways took him didn't work I don't think it worked. I mean, maybe. I, did you have like a starting measurement? What did you do? Like uh, pictures like P90X? You're supposed to take a before and after. It was like 11 inches. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I, and then I had to get a bigger lens. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Didn't even fit on a ruler, <laughs> man.
a member is in her mouth, <laughs> she could end my shit in a second. Yeah. <laughs>